This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Today on episode number 251 of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, we're taking a peek at the book, Life Beyond Willpower, and I've got an update on the Power Pressure Cooker XL. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past, and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just deny it thin. Not till you lie. And welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, from the School of Podcasting.com. If you're new to the show, I am definitely not a doctor. I am not a trainer. I am just a dude or a dudette like you trying to lose some weight, dog on it. And um, started off great. Last week was a little shaky. Uh, this week had another kind of week where I'm going to change my name to Duncan because I yo yo so much. Now, most people. Under the age of 30, I have no idea that that was actually a joke. Duncan is the manufacturer of a yo-yo, to which most people said, what is a yo-yo? Can you imagine giving like a yo-yo? Let, let's put a yo-yo, a, um, what was the one thing? Barrel full of monkeys. And what was the thing with the sticks and the round stuff? Oh, it's going to drive me nuts. In front of somebody with an Xbox. I think that would be hilarious. Um, and so here's what I did. Because I was doing so good, and uh, I actually have a spreadsheet, and it says I'm about two and a half pounds behind where I should be. I was trying to lose one pound a week. So I went, and I looked at my food. My food is okay. Uh, my net calories was somewhat okay, based on my fitness pal. But I looked at my steps, and my steps, especially the week before my birthday, which was last week, and since then... Uh, have taken a bit of a nosedive. So it's that whole thing. Uh, you know, I, I go with the calories in versus calories out. And uh, so I'm like, all right, calories out went down. So the weight went up. So I get where I'm at, understand what I got to do. And uh, not going to panic at this point. Know where I need to go. That's kind of one of the things I like about having a goal. You know, now I know I need to buckle down and do it. And um want to thank, oh my goodness, holy cow, to uh, Laura Smith, who sent in a very generous donation. She went out to LogicalLoss.com slash support. She says, I love your show, love your never give up attitude, and that when something doesn't work, you try something new. She says, I bought a Fitbit, the Skinny Song CD, and lose it because of you. I'm down 40 pounds. 
Very, very cool. So for those of you that say Dave keeps yo-yoing, apparently I'm inspiring people to, to do it. Um, and I want to thank uh, Josh Liston, uh, who gave us a, a five-star review in iTunes. Said, becoming one of my favorite podcasts, he delivers a spot on and his production is first class. There'll be a time in the not distant future when the show and Dave will start focusing on substantial gains or losses, I guess, in this case, uh, unless on the tools, apps and the gadgets. See, I love the apps and the gadgets, though. Um, but people say the fact that I'm actually describing my struggles gives it a very down to earth feel. Well, that's kind of cool, but I I'm with you guys. I'd like to hear more about the losses than the struggles. And um, also, let's see, I'm a busy bee. Oh, it's always fun seeing people's iTunes names. Uh, if you're looking for the biggest loser, get thick, get thin, quick solution. This isn't it when you're looking. If you're looking for a here's how I lost 100 pounds, this isn't what you're looking for. However, if you struggle with your weight, here's a real guy talking to himself about his journey and sharing his thoughts with you. Uh, listen to Dave for several years. Dave is up front about his challenges and what is working and what isn't. He says, I battled the same 15 pounds for two decades and uh, rather lengthy review. And wow, I really, really appreciate that. I am totally okay with that. Um, there are many, many products he discusses on the podcast for which he receives no endorsement and purchases with his own cash. If he then says, you can buy that on Amazon, and I appreciate it if you click through the link to my site, I'm totally okay with that. Uh, give it a uh, try for several weeks in a row. Each week is different, and then and there is no formula. If you don't like it this week, you might like it. Next. I always say I'm an acquired taste. And uh, last but not least, a quick thank you to the last one here, Sequin. As in C-E-Q-U-I-N-N. -N, uh, listen for several years, and I want to leave a review based on my experience. It's very reliable, and I think this is why I can always get back and re-listen to the episodes or hear new ones. The episodes are timeless because he's not chasing the newest craze or giving the latest Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil and his giant melon head. I did purchase his book as an audio book, his 2020 book, which I didn't see now. There's a 2020 uh, diet book or a, a recipe book with that. Um, yeah, they mentioned here, when I go out with my recorder, it does have its charm, although sometimes it's hard to listen to. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, thank you everybody who's been, uh, helping me in that aspect. And I said last week we had a couple people ding us. So I appreciate those that have, uh, stepped up. So do want to give, speaking of gadgets and things, I uh, got a power pressure cooker pro. Remember that a couple weeks ago? And uh, turned some pot roast into shoe leather. That was great fun. And um, my wife and I went to the movies and stopped in Bed Bath & Beyond. And there was the actual power pressure cooker XL. This is one of those things that's on an infomercial. And so after trying the power pressure cooker pro a second time with um, not so great results, I took it back to Walmart where I bought it, went back to... Bed Bath & Beyond, spent an extra 10 bucks and got the Power Pressure Cooker XL. And here's the thing I learned. If you're going to make a pot roast, put the vegetables in first so the pot roast is sitting on the veggies, not the bottom of the plate. And it actually turned out quite yummy. Now, here's the thing that I am noticing. Uh, number one, here's the cool thing about this. I spent maybe $25 on, by the time I got the meat and the potatoes and the carrots and everything else, and I already had the potatoes and the carrots this time. So it was like eight bucks for food that's going to basically feed me for three days. For whatever reason, my family does not eat leftovers. I was born uh, and raised, I didn't know it at the time, but I was poor. And we ate leftovers all the time. So I'm eating pot roast 
uh, on a regular basis. But here's the thing to keep in mind. Yes, it's good to cook your own food because then you have control over the salt content. You have control over portion control, kind of, and um, it's less expensive, believe it or not. And the thing there is portion control. So I bought like this two and a half pound pot roast and then ate about, I don't know, three-fourths of it. And I went, you know, that's not three ounces. So this is where I have to bust out the digital scale again, wherever it ran away to. But uh, I do want to say that I don't know if it was the Power Cooker Pro versus the XL, but I did get better results in that, and that it is available at Bed Bath and Beyond, and it's also available at Target. And of course, as um, Josh said, that uh, or I'm sorry, I'm a busy bee. If you want to go to uh, LogicalLoss.com, click on the Amazon affiliate link. That does help support the show. So that's the update on that. And I found this book. On uh, I kind of get notified when new. There are so many books that come out on weight loss every single week. It's uh, it's amazing. And this one is called Life Beyond Willpower. I have not bought this book yet. For the record, I'm reading from the uh, snippet, the little free part that you get from uh, that. And I just wanted to share some some different things I have highlighted here. Um, the book is about living beyond willpower, beyond the ordinary, beyond your fears, beyond your circumstances, and beyond your hopes and dreams. And um, it's interesting because it says, let me guess what, what's going through your mind right now. You're thinking, I've heard that before about all these things, about, you know, the great principles is you know, all, all these things. If you just think about the positive, right? Um, and let me see if I can find the key ingredient here. He says here, it takes, it's taken him 25 years to discover and hone this process, but his, I guess, uh, strategies say, he, he calls it the greatest principle in the world that almost nobody knows. He says, I'd like to ask you a question. What is your biggest problem or unrealized potential? What are you searching for? What is the number one thing in your life that needs to be pulled out of the pit, kicked off the couch, or have a magic wand waved over it? He said, I would ask you to not read any further until you have at least one thing in mind from your life that needs fixing, or um, even if you've tried everything to fix it and nothing has worked. One thing that needs to be rescued from failure or mediocrity to roaring success. He goes, I believe the greatest principle is that magic wand you need. So he's that's his strategy. It's called the greatest principle. And I know, he says, uh, it sounds like, you know, that you've heard this before. And then, in fact, maybe you heard it a hundred times, right? How many times have we heard about the magic bullet? And it cons you out of 25 bucks. You end up with a CD that's gathering dust somewhere or a DVD. He says, but I need to let you in on a secret about the success or the the self-help industry. You guys ready for this? It has a 97% failure rate. And most of us have read or or figured out on our own that the vast majority of success and self-help programs, they fail. He says, if they worked, we wouldn't keep looking for a new one every year, would we? And this so-called industry, are you guys ready for this? It's worth 10 billion, with a B, $10 billion annually in the United States alone. Let's read that again. $10 billion a year in the United States alone. And if somebody actually came up with something that worked, 
well, that would dry up because if there was one program that really worked for everyone, we all would be living, well, happily ever after, right? Um, one of the top selling nonfiction categories of books is weight loss. Now, who do you think buys weight loss books every year? The same people who bought them last year because last year's book, of course, didn't work. <laughs> he says, the, uh, but the, the secret isn't the most success uh, and self-help programs fail. It's that the success industry experts already know this. And the failure rate is far worse than we thought. He says, yes, it's approximately 97%. Yes, you read that right, 97%. Um, he says, Ken Johnson, who's a colleague of his, ran the largest personal development seminar company in North America, and he's openly lectured for years about what most industry insiders will only whisper behind locked doors, and that is the average success rate is about 3%. And from that successful 3%, they can get enough testimonials for their marketing to portray a success machine that works for anyone and everyone. But according to their own experience, that isn't so. He says, what's even more interesting is that the majority of these programs follow the same blueprint, which is focus on what you want, weight loss, figure out a plan to get there with just three easy payments. You can do this for only four minutes a day. And then, of course, you put the plan into action. And it always seems like you just focus on the result you want, make a plan, use your willpower, and then you put the plan into action. It makes sense, right? It sounds kind of okay except for the fact that 97% of the time it's, uh, it's failing. Why? Why does it fail? The, the typical three-step self-help blueprint, determine what you want, make a plan, and work the plan until you achieve what you want, relies on two components. And that is one, um, expecting an external end result, which is steps one and two, right? Determine what you want, make a plan. And then three, relying on the tool of willpower. So what this book talks about is the subconscious and unconscious attitude are, are literally, he says, a million times stronger than our conscious mind. So if our subconscious and unconscious directly oppose our conscious willpower for any reason, our conscious mind will lose every time. Furthermore, trying to force a certain result with willpower that our unconscious is blocking, it spikes your stress level and again, that will then activate the cause of virtually every problem you can have in your life. In other words, the reason why there's been 97% failure rate for the past 65 years is that the accepted blueprint uh, literally teaches failure. He says, here's the clincher. If expectations inherently put us under stress, right? We have this plan now where we're supposed to be and using our willpower to achieve happiness, success is a million to one shot. And of course, that's going to result in what? That's right, even more stress. Then this blueprint not only guarantees we won't have happiness and success long term, but also means that following it will make things, well, even worse than if we'd never tried it in the first place. And you may be wondering, if this blueprint is a blueprint for failure, then why does it seem so natural? Well, there are three reasons. Number one, it's kind of how we're wired. Focusing on the end result comes from your hardwired programming. You know, other known as your stimulus response or your seek pleasure, avoid pain programming. It's part of our survival instinct. Uh, you know, it's um, what you're used almost exclusively. It's, it's what you've used almost exclusively 
during the first six or eight years of your life. One ice cream cone, plan to get ice cream cone, go get ice cream cone. That's why it feels natural. And the second thing is, it's what you see everyone else doing. In other words, this blueprint is what you've seen modeled as the right approach in almost every context. You see something you want, you figure out how to get it, and you use your willpower to get it. It's modeled for you by your peers and your teachers and your parents, right? Nothing good is free. That's why you got to buckle down, mister. And then the third one is, it's what the experts have been teaching you for the last 65 years. This blueprint has formed the basis of virtually every self-help bestseller or program for nearly seven decades. So he throws in a little story here. He says, uh, one stormy Sunday night in 1988, after three years of marriage, my wife, Hope, she said that, uh, oh, don't you hate this? We need to talk. And even though she said that thousands of times before, she never said it like this. I knew in my bones that something was up and uh, it wasn't going to be good. She had a hard time looking me in the eye. Another thing that makes you kind of worry. Her voice was trembling, but I could tell she was also trying to keep it steady. Alex, I need you to move out of the house. I can't stand to live with you anymore. Now, He says, I grew up in an Italian-like family. We argued and we debated incessantly about everything from politics to religion to what we were going to do on the weekends, but I didn't have one word of rebuttal in this single most important moment of my life. All I could come up with was, okay. So he says, I left. I uh, numbly packed my little bag with a few essentials and quietly left without saying another word. Went to his parents' house. Spent all night in the backyard praying, searching, crying, basically just feeling like he was dying. He says, what I didn't know at the time was that this was the best thing that could have ever happened to me. Over the next six weeks, I would experience the most positive turning point in my life. I'd just been introduced to a sort of spiritual school where I would learn the key to all things, what I've come to call the greatest principle. But that night, I felt like my life was over and I kept asking over and over again, Why is this happening? Now, if you are not a fan of the invisible sky buddy, which I am, by the way, uh, and by that I mean uh, God. He mentions God here, and he says God told him something he didn't want to hear. He said uh, there were three questions that he had to ask himself, and he said he put these three questions into action. He says, and after about six weeks of separation, his wife reluctantly agreed to go on a date with him And she would tell him later that the first time she looked into his eyes, she knew this was not the same person, and she was right. And it says, even though we later had struggles related to Hope's health and with finances, the most important things in our lives were never the same again. I had been and was being transformed by the greatest principle, and Hope was starting to be transformed too. All right, and if you're like me, you're like, okay, what is the greatest principle? Because he says, I've been, I began teaching it to people from teenagers to parents. He says, here it is in a nutshell. Virtually every problem or lack of happiness and success comes from an internal state of fear in some form, even physical problems. And every internal state of fear results from a deficit of love in relation to that particular issue. Let's read that again. Every problem or lack of happiness and success He is saying comes from an internal state of fear in some form, even physical problems. So your fear can be related in a physical problem, I guess is what he's saying there. He says in every internal state of fear 
results from a deficit of love in relation to that particular issue. He says another name for the fear response is the stress response. If fear is the problem, then love is its opposite. It's the antidote. And in the presence of real love, there can be no fear, except in, of course, life-threatening emergencies. He says, this may sound very theoretical. Unfortunately, in the last few years, research has been done to back this up scientifically. He says, and everything, even your success issues and external circumstances boils down to whether you are in an internal state of fear or an internal state of love. So the book here goes into different mechanisms. He says the the first stress response, which again results from internal fear, he says that stress response causes the release of cortisol, which results in all the symptoms of all the bad stuff, right? Basically. Um, So in a nutshell, he's saying you can see how your success or your failure depend on your internal state, whether it's based on love or fear. He says, um, you know, if it's fear, that stress response is operating in your life. And he says, and in my experience, it is for the majority of people, well, you're going to fail or at least um, fall short of your perfect success. He says, you can only push against the immovable rock for so long until you give out. He says, conversely, if the second mechanism, internal love, is operating in your life, you will become successful, and not because you're trying harder, you're simply programmed to succeed. So it's an interesting um, thought, and it's echoed by the uh, one of the new trainers of The Biggest Loser. Uh, I forget which episode it was, but she was having one of those heart-to-heart talks where, let's sit down and talk for a second, shall we? Then they, you know, cue the violin music and somebody talks about how, you know, and they cry and then it's all is better and they start losing weight. And that's because there are a lot of times we carry this emotional weight with us. And that's why we say you can't rewrite the past, but you do have the power to rewrite the future. And I'll have to look. I'm not sure if I'm going to buy this book or not. I, I like the concept. I do think it's funny that he talks about how here's the blueprint and then he uses the blueprint. He's like, do you want to have better relationships? You want to feel better? Do you want to have more respect? Blah, blah, blah. And my way is the only way that people I've unlocked with other people aren't telling you and it's secret, which is an exclusion. That's a whole marketing trick. You know, nobody knows this, the secret method. So he is kind of playing to the blueprint, which I think is kind of funny in a way. But uh, like I said, I did purchase the Dr. Feel uh, 2020 audiobook. I'll be uh, listening to that in the future as well. Probably uh, share some insights from that as well. But uh, I'm always interested in willpower because I've heard people say it is like a muscle. You can only exercise it so much and then you're kind of done. And that's why solely relying on willpower typically is a, uh, a plan of failure. I just uh, discovered something, and I'm kind of uh, kind of surprised. Um, Jillian Michaels is, I'm a fan of hers. Uh, I like her attitude, like her no-nonsense approach. She has a new DVD out, 
It's two 30-minute workouts. It's called One Week Shred, right? And she's got the whole, you know, shred in 30 days, blah, blah, blah. She also has the beginner shred out now. So if it's a 30-day program to get you back in incredible shape. The thing I don't like about the One Week Shred is it actually says on the box, lose up to seven pounds in seven days. It includes an online meal plan, blah, blah, blah. And I was kind of like, really? Because one would think, well, I know for a fact that Jillian will say that losing a pound a day is not healthy. So that was the first thing that I was like, wow, I was kind of bummed to see that. But I'm also noticing something here on Amazon is the fact that many of the DVDs like her her beginner shred. It's the one again with a couple different workouts here. You have uh, the different modifications. You have a beginning and an advanced version. You can now get these and buy them as a download. So where before, if you wanted to watch a DVD and all you had is an iPad or whatever, you're now able to buy these as a download. And in theory, you could have all your workouts on a, you know, a USB drive and just take it with you. Um, it's an interesting idea. I don't know that it's for every single DVD. Let me see here. Let me go up to some other ones here. Um, here is one killer buns and thighs. I know I've been working for that. Yeah. Some of these are just DVDs, but it looks like some of the newer, this is going to be something I think we see because I don't know about you. I have a DVD player. I never use it. I'm always watching things online and Google play, things like that. So it'd be interesting to see as the DVD market kind of starts to slowly dry up. If, uh, you know, this will be kind of the norm and, um, yeah, I can see here's one, her six week, six pack. You can buy uh, instant video. And what this might mean in some cases is instead of allowing you to download it, it's in your Amazon account so you can stream it anytime you're on uh, Amazon. So yeah, I see her her updated here, um, ripped in 30 days. It's her three, two, one system. And again, you can buy now. So when you when you see buy, it's not rent, it's yours. And uh, should be interesting to see. Available to watch on supported devices, um, which is your Kindle Fire, your Apple iPad, your iPod Touch, your typical Sony PlayStation, Xbox One, all sorts of many different uh, tablets and things like that. So if you're a person like me that's kind of like, oh, I miss the days of... I mean, one of the things I really like using... Uh, I've, I've been talking about... Um, that one app called uh, Pump Up. And I like that, really do, uh, you know, because I could take it with me anywhere and I can do an exercise anytime I want. And, uh, you know, DVDs are kind of a hassle because I got to like, oh, I got to go back to the home or something like that or have a portable DVD player with me. So that's something that's happening in the fitness world that you might want to keep your eyes on. So, Thanks again for everyone for supporting the show. I really do appreciate it. Thanks again to uh, Laura Smith for her generous donation. Thanks to everybody. Um, again, Sequin, I'm a busy bee, and Joshua Liston for, uh, and Annabelle. I think I talked about Annabelle. Let's see, is that Anna Bilox from Canada? I, I think I mentioned you in the last week. 
But um, I do plan on having more positive news next week. Like I said, I, I, I've determined what's going on. In fact, uh, while I was recording this, my wife called me and, and I instantly got up and started walking around. I, I do not sit down and talk on the phone anymore. And I got to get my steps up and continue to watch my calories. So uh, thanks so much. If you're uh, on the East Coast, stay warm. I know the uh, here I am in Cleveland, Ohio, we're getting pounded. But uh, just remember, you know, like, like that book says, you're going to operate out of love or fear. And I know you're a good person. I know I'm a good person. I know not everybody sees that all the time. And I know there are plenty of things. You can always find things to be afraid of. Good God, just turn on the news, right? But in the end, we're going to be okay. It's going to be all right. And whatever gets thrown our way, I know we can make it through it because we've made it through stuff in the past that we thought there's no way I'm going to get through this. And yet we did. So don't operate in a world of fear. Operate in a world of love that lets you know that uh, you're going to be okay. And I just realized I forgot to give us our, uh, our weekly mantra here. So I'm pulling up the app that gives me that, the Wellness 365, and it says, I am focused on improving my flexibility, which actually I am. I've been doing some flexibility exercising. Let's throw in one more. Let's throw in uh, yesterday's for, yesterday was Valentine's Day as I record this. Uh, my body is healing my being. That is true. When I do this, uh, you know, pump up stuff, I actually really enjoy walking around just being just a little sore because I know I'm moving in the right direction and I know I'm doing the right thing. So thanks so much for tuning in. And um, somebody had asked, where is the, uh, I, I went, in fact, let me do this right now while we're, we're doing this. Um, Skinny Songs used to be the website. I, I think my, my exit music says this. And when I go to skinnysongs.com, I don't believe that website is up anymore. Now the, the CD is still available. And if you go out to Amazon.com, just to, to prove it, I'm going to do it right now. If I type in Skinny Songs or iTunes for that matter, yeah, you can get the whole CD right here. Uh, it comes right up. So if you're looking for a theme song, there's that. There's a whole bunch of other tunes here. Um, of course, this the this song, with permission, I might add, uses uh, Thin. And... Yeah, they only have the, uh, I thought you could get this as an MP3 file. Apparently not. Let me see. Nope, you can just buy the CD. So um, just look for Skinny Songs out at Amazon if you want the rest. But, uh, man, many moons ago, I played a bunch of cuts from this when I first got it. And um, thanks to everyone at uh, Skinny Songs for letting me use it. I do appreciate that. And uh, speaking of that, uh, let's uh, get the old exit music fired up here. And... Um, you know, as I always say, let's let's look at the next meal and make that one a good one. And I am proud of myself, the fact that I'm not eating a lot of stuff through my car window anymore. That seems to be helping. Just keep in mind that just because it's not a hamburger doesn't mean it doesn't have calories. So thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you again real soon with another episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free in iTunes by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to Dave at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments toll free 888-563-3228. 
You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is LogicalLoss.com. Our theme music is courtesy of SkinnySongs.com. Thanks again for listening. You know, they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. You can do this. Live right. Lose weight. Live long. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin. But I can't buy it. Yes, I'll have to.